And welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast of your host, Joe, and IK has joined me. Now, on today's show, we're going to take a deep dive into the Avalanche blockchain. But first of all, IK, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, Joey. I'm very excited to do a deep dive into uh, Avalanche, mate. Really excited. Great technology. It's going to be fun. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Like I said, really looking forward to this one. We've uh, been waiting to do this one for a while and it's been, you know, heavily requested. So here it is. Now, many thanks to all the viewers for listening in and watching if you're watching us on YouTube. And as ever, if you enjoy this content, go ahead and smash that like. Thanks to all the subscribers. And, you know, if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, then why not go ahead and subscribe, tap the bell, uh, select all notifications and you'll never miss a show. But let's get on into it. So let's talk about AVAX. So to begin. With the Avalanche Network and the AVAX token, they were created by Ava Labs, which built on the work of anonymous uh, Team Rocket's novel consensus protocol, known as Snowflake. Ava Labs was founded by Cornell University professor Emin Gunsirer and Cornell University computer science PhDs Kevin Sekniki and Mao Fan Yin. Emin Gunsirer's background is a very interesting and intriguing one. The Ava Labs founder's first foray into cryptocurrency was in the early 2000s. He contributed to a conceptual peer-to-peer -peer virtual currency called Karma. Now, this was actually six years prior, six years prior, right, to Satoshi Nakamoto's release of the Bitcoin white paper. Karma may have been the first cryptocurrency to use proof of work for minting, but it did not merge the minting of new supply with the census protocol Bitcoin's founder did which then became the innovation known as the Nakamoto Consensus Protocol. Unfortunately, the time of karma came at a very bad time because it emerged in the aftermath of 9-11 terror attacks. At the time, the prospects of getting any funding were slim to zero because it was deemed likely that the state would clamp down on any peer-to-peer -peer digital currency during that period. The Avalanche founder did later also earn himself a reputation with the Ethereum community his research and he also founded Blocksroot Labs, a team of crypto researchers and software developers aiming to solve the challenge of blockchain scalability. Now, Joey, as you mentioned, it was an, an anonymous team called Team Rocket that originally proposed the Snow family of consensus protocols in May 2018 and provided a correctness proof um, to demonstrate that it could work. While the Snow consensus protocols are permissionless, there is no mining or high energy expenditure as there is with proof of work systems. Yeah, the Snow family exhibits uh, the high throughput of classical consensus mechanisms, but with a much lower communications overhead. Snow relies on random interactions, fusing a directed oscillate graph, a DAG. You know, I've talked about that uh, on many other projects on the show. Uh, and that structure is repeated, uh, subsampled uh, for voting. Such a big breakthrough in consensus mechanisms. Uh, the aim of Avalanche essentially is to replace Wall Street and conventional financial institutions, building a new foundation for finance, providing a platform that is secure and one that can greatly scale. Furthermore, it allows the creation of digital assets that can be traded anywhere globally and be integrated within the existing financial system. Avalanche's subnetworks are designed so they can be configured permitting regulatory compliant assets worldwide. Yeah, now Avalanche itself was launched in 2020 as a platform for smart contracts, the creation of dApps, subnets, and custom blockchains. 
Some refer to tech behind Avalanche as blockchain 3.0, a generational improvement on blockchain 1.0 and 2.0, i.e. platforms like Bitcoin and Ethereum respectively. As we know, the first two gen generations of crypto assets um, relied on proof of work, which comes with several possible drawbacks, such as long confirmation times as users wait for miners to produce new blocks. Instead of, uh, instead of a single set of miners or validators, Avalanche is a network, network of many blockchains and validator sets. By implementing a new consensus protocol, it achieves finality in a few seconds and provides the same security guarantees as waiting for the rec recommended number of confirmations with Bitcoin or Ethereum. Now, Avalanche was built to solve problem, multiple problems, you know, found in most blockchain networks. The platform combats centralization by providing a viable alternative to networks like Ethereum. It also builds upon some of the shortcomings of that network with more program programmability features and functionalities. Now, when it comes to congestion, Avalanche is designed to be scalable. The network has demonstrated sub-second transaction times, putting it on par with the top payment processors in the world, such as Visa and PayPal. Specifically, the blockchain uh, can process 6,500 transactions per second. These transactions feature sub-second finality as well. Really important, though, to AVAX is the low fees. In terms of operating costs, the gas fees on Avalanche are much more affordable than Ethereum. There are fees for creating and minting assets. You also pay fees on transactions, staking, and the creation of blockchains. These fees are then burned. It's all about the fees, really, Joey. Now, Avalanche has introduced some impressive benefits for corporate and individual users. The network allows businesses to effortlessly create new blockchains. Developers can construct a selection of blockchain services, tokens, and coins. Avalanche tokens can represent financial instru instruments such as equities, bonds, debt, fractionalized real estate that I love, and more. You know, they can also be coded as NFTs. Uh, one of the core desires um, of the developers behind Avalanche was to allow businesses to create application-specific blockchains and dApps. The network was built to execute multiple custom virtual machines in addition to inst instances of the Avalanche virtual machine, AVM. Now, Avalanche is flexible in that you can program using multiple languages, including EVM and WASM. The network was coded using the popular Go language. Network participants can easily create and trade digital smart assets. These newly formed tokens can be tailor-made to suit the developer's technical and regulatory requirements. This way, Avalanche is ideal for creation of DeFi platforms. Yeah, Avalanche's network allows dApps uh, developers to code in complex custom rule sets. The, this is good because it allows these uh, developers to create regulatory compliant assets. The coding can be set to describe how the asset is handled and traded. Uh, this approach makes it easy to ensure compliance can be met. Avalanche is a deflationary blockchain. Uh, the network collects fees from various actions and then sends uh, these coins to be burned. The burning of these tokens reduces uh, the amount of AVAX in circulation. In turn, the demand for these tokens can then be controlled and prices stabilized in the future. In terms of tokenomics, AVAX tokens fuel the network. AVAX is the main cryptocurrency of the Avalanche ecosystem. 
Users receive rewards and pay fees using this token. In total, there are only 720 million AVAX to uh, tokens scheduled for issuance. Of these, 360 million tokens were minted at launch. According to the platform's tokenomics, the other 360 million are earmarked as staking rewards. Now, validators stake these coins to secure the network while earning rewards for locking them up for a period, def uh, yeah, definite period. When it comes to, um, to staking, users can earn rewards in AVAX by staking on the network. Unlike its, unlike its competitors, the hardware requirements are minimal for staking on Avalanche. You must hold at least 2,000 um, Avalanche um, tokens to qualify as a validator on the network. Validators can validate multiple subnets, but it's also mandatory to validate the primary network. Additionally, regular users can delegate their tokens to validate and receive rewards for their participation. Avalanche works by introducing a triple blockchain strategy to simplify uh, conversions and develop processes. The network also shares several features found in early blockchains like Bitcoin. One of the core components of Avalanche is the ability to build blockchains. These new blockchains are known as subnets within the Avalanche ecosystem. Developers have full programmability over these blockchains. They can set up the networks with unique tokens, rules, and fee structures. Notably, anyone can create their own subnet by paying a subscription fee in AVAX. Now, the first blockchain is known as the X-Chain. X-Chain is decentralized and designed to be easy to program. This network enables anyone to create and mint other smart uh, digital assets. These new assets can be stable coins, utility tokens, NFTs, wrap tokens, equity, and many, many more things. There's also the C chain. The C chain was created to simplify the conversion of Ethereum DApp developers. As a conversion chain, C chain is compatible with all vital Ethereum tooling. Users can migrate their DApps to this block, uh, blockchain seamlessly. The network supports popular Ethereum features such as MetaMask. Web3.js, Remix, Truffle Suite, and the uh, Embark platform. And lastly, the P chain is responsible for utilities of the network. This chain is what, what's used to coordinate validators. The blockchain also plays a role in monitoring and, uh, and the creation of new subnets. P chain allows for the staking of tokens on the network. To summarize, Avalanche oper operates as a DDoS, delegated of work ecosystem. Validators secure the network and approve transactions. Now, DPoS networks are much faster than POS and POW options due to their um, reduced consensus requirements. Avalanche blockchain is set up to accommodate millions of validators all participating in consensus. This strategy provides layers of decentralization. So that's a deep dive you know, into the Avalanche blockchain. But we have to talk about some recent news on this show. Joey, I'm going to pass it over to you. This is actually quite important and, and, and worrying. Yeah, definitely concerning. So it, this just came out a couple of weeks back. We had uh, the Ava Labs CEO, Emin Gunsiver, having to dismiss sensational allegations from crypto leaks that his company used litigation to harm competitors and fool regulators. And he labeled it as a conspiracy theory of nonsense. So he made comments in a August 28th uh, Twitter post to his 280,000 followers referring to uh, an August 26th article from CryptoLeaks, alleging that the company formed a secret pact 
with US law firm Roche Friedman to use the American legal system gangster style to attack and harm crypto organizations. Absolutely wild allegations. So he stated um, in, in defense of himself and AVAX, how could anyone believe something so ridiculous as the conspiracy theory nonsense of crypto leaks? We would never engage in the unlawful, unethical, and just plain wrong behavior claimed in these self-serving videos and inflammatory article. Our tech and team speak for themselves. So that was his defense. Now, I can tell us about what, what this uh, crypto leaks was all about. Yeah, I mean, this came from CryptoLeaks, um, publishing a series of candid videos from unknown source, um, reportedly showing US attorney Kyle Roche of Roche Friedman LLP, detailing his partnership and relationship with Emin Gursire and Kevin Sekniki, the, yeah, the respective CEO and COO of Ava Labs. Now, CryptoLeaks claimed that Roche Friedman and Carl Roche have a deal, you know, to provide Ava Labs with legal service in exchange for the AVAX tokens and Ava Labs equity, right? It's you know, serious stuff. And you know, this would also use you know, litigation as a tool to disrupt competitors and misdirect regulators, such as a Security Exchange Commission, yes, EC as we will know them, and Commodities Future Trading Commission and the CFTC. Now, the publication also said the videos of Roche suggest that there was a tight knit relationship between Roche and Ciro, which began in um, academia, and that they all, you know, also moved into a co-working space together in August 2019, around the time that the deal was made for him to provide legal service in exchange token supply, Roche stated. Yeah, I mean, there was another video as well that also, you know, showed Roche um, saying that they used, um, as in the litigation services, as a strategic instrument to support Ava Labs. Uh, one of the, the comments that was heard on the videos was, I sue half the companies in this space. I know where this market is going. I believe uh, I'm one of the top 10 uh, crypto experts in this world. I've seen the insides of every single crypto company. That was what, you know, what was stated on the video, whether, you know, we don't know if it was, you know, fake or real, but let, let's just presume it was real for now. It's absolutely, um, you know, shocking comments. Yeah. And Roche Friedman LLP was recently involved, I don't know if you remember this or not, Joey, in the high-profile lawsuit against Solana Labs, Solana Foundation, Solana co-founder Anatoly um, Yokovenko on July the 1st, 2022, claiming that Solana violated U.S. federal security laws by offering unregistered securities to U.S. investors. Now, about two weeks earlier, on June 15th, Roche Friedman LLP also filed a lawsuit against Binance claiming that the crypto exchange unlawfully engaged in the sale of UST to investors. Now, Jay, what do you make of all of this? Well, you know, where do you think, you know, is this going to be damaging long-term for you know, AVAX? What do you think? Well, I definitely think, you know, it has the potential to be um, damaging, uh, damaging rather uh, long-term. Obviously, the, you know, the report on the thumbnail, you know, the title of this video is AVAX $250 or zero. The reason why I put zero is, you know, I'm not saying that I believe that this project is going to zero, but there is going to be that major concern if you are an, an AVAX investor, because, you know, this really is um, potentially, you know, shocking behavior. If, if Even if there's just some truth to it, some truth is enough. And let's just be let's be realistic about it. It's so to me um, unethically wrong. 
Now, we know that there's no kind of regulations at the moment to kind of, um, you know, stop this. And I'm not uh, saying whether or not I think anything illegal has been done here or whether it's just been, you know, a kind of dirty opportunity um, that's been been seized upon. But I do think it is damaging to the brand. And, you know, we, we've seen it with, uh, you know, a bit of recent um, price depreciation. We know, obviously, from the all-time high um, that, you know, the project was was down significantly anyway, but that was kind of with the the wider market and all of her altcoins, you know, have suffered a um, similar fate. But, you know, for AVAX to be looking to make a recovery out of this uh, bear market as such, this seems to have just come at a really, really bad time. Yeah, I mean, it seems a bit scandalous. Um, if there is any substance to this, you know, I don't think there's going to be many ramifications because space is just unregulated really is wild wild west and this just come out to public god knows how many other projects are doing this sort of stuff um there's so much skullduggery that goes on in cryptocurrency it's unbelievable um it doesn't shock me to be fair it really doesn't shock me um i mean the all-time high was i think 144 dollars my buyer zones are you know between eight and eleven dollars i am you know very bullish on the tech i think it's a great ecosystem um i will be buying i will be buying i do i do believe in the project i hope this doesn't go any further um we'll just have to you know watch the space and see where it goes from here yeah i mean i definitely think that the, like i said that the tech's fantastic and i do feel that you know the project can can recover from this uh, my only concerns would be is that i'm not you know, completely sure that this this story is going to be you know, disappear forever. Obviously, it's it's gone a little bit quiet um since since this dropped a few weeks back. But I I kind of feel that this is going to be brought up again, and I really hope you know that we've had um obviously you know the CEO and the COO you know denying these claims. The problem is is if any evidence comes out later which proves them to be lying, then I think you know I think the project's in real trouble. Then, if I'm honest, because as it, you just lose complete confidence. Um, you know, we've seen like a similar thing which happened with Luna. Now, with what happened with Luna, that's different to how, how the project crashed. But you've got to be honest, with the likes of like Do Kwan and how, how he handled it, confidence has been, you know, lost in the, you know, lost the, the captain of the ship, right? And you just wouldn't yeah. want to see this, wouldn't want to see the same thing um, happen here potentially. But I think you're absolutely right, IK, that, you know, we may probably... We shouldn't be surprised, and I, I, like you said, I think there's probably other projects that have been doing, you know, these dirty things anyway. Yeah, no, for sure, Joey, for sure. I mean, the lunar debacle was a bit different. I mean, you know, Terra being, you know, pegged to the stable coin, all the rest of it, and how it dropped, and you know, the way it was Bitcoin, the whole lot, you know, market was in downturn. It was expected, you know, it, it wasn't going to work. A lot of people did actually. I mean, Chris actually mentioned this to me once. He said, you know, I don't know how it's going to work long term, but anyway, it's proven it didn't work. With AVAX, though, we're in a bear market. Prices are, you know, they've hit some crazy lows and it's going to go lower. I don't believe, I, be, I believe the project's here to stay. I don't believe it's going to just disappear because of this, if, if, if there's any substance to it and, you know, it comes out that there, there is, you know, it, it did happen. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Tech's too strong. Um, I do believe if, yeah, if it was going to go pear-shaped, it would have happened by now. By now in this market, in the, your current market conditions, I think it would have flopped. I don't think it's going anywhere. Validators are strong. Everyone's strong. The tech's strong. Uh, no, I don't think I, I, it's tech. AVAX is going to be fine. That's my opinion. And I'll be buying. 
yeah, and looking at like, the next bull run and you know potentials going, you know, into into new all time highs. I, I think you know anywhere from that sort of two hundred and fifty dollars right up to you know potentially let's be let's be real about this. You know, five hundred dollars. I don't think is 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 ridiculous. You know, many you know many many months, many many years to come on AVAX if the project can continue building and can continue you know getting that ecosystem out because right at the all time high, this this really was a project you know that was impressive and looking really really strong for for, for quite a long time. For sure, for sure. Um, Joey, just a quick question. Um, did you buy any more Trader Joe? No, I didn't. I didn't. I do. I do like the look of Trader Joe. I do like the look of uh, you know DeFi rather um, on Avax. And like I said, you know, I'm going to wait to see how this bear market plays out. I have mentioned on previous shows that I am looking to you know get much more into DeFi in the next bull run. You know, get into a bit of yield farming and you know more more different types of staking and passive income earning. So it's something I'll be looking into. And yeah, if, if Avax is here to stick around and uh, you know Trader Joe, if those those you don't know Trader Joe, you know it's like the major decks on Avax, then yeah, I'll be looking to you know possibly buy some very cheap Trader Joe. But you know, I think you know Trader Joe, I believe, was up at like one dollar sixty at one yeah. time, and you know it's down in like the 20, 30 cents region at the moment. Um, Goodbye. I mean, if if they, I think that you know, I think it's going to be sub ten cents by potentially by the time that this bear market um, is over. So, yeah, if, if the project survives, um, then I think you know it'll do well. And yeah, D, I can see DeFi doing well on Avax. Stuff. Right, so that's just pretty much wrapping up our, our thoughts on AVAX. I said, if you've enjoyed this content, once ahead, go ahead and smash that like. And yeah, why not go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. Thank you all so much for watching. IK, have you got any final thoughts for us? Yeah, if there's any projects you want us to deep dive on, research, um, put them down in the comments below. Below, put them down. We'll research them for you. Take yeah, care, everyone. Yeah, great words. Yeah, we really do appreciate all comments we get. And we always try to get back to you as soon as we can. Thank you all so much for watching. And we'll catch you in the next one.